Hey everybody, this is Catherine and you're listening to the Currency with Catherine podcast, the show that teaches you about all things money, but not just money. We approach money through a holistic life lens because all aspects of your life are connected. That's why we bring in other elements like mental health. When you're confident in your financial capability, all other aspects of your life will improve. back to another episode of Currency with Catherine. I have another special guest today. I have Miss Kylie from Freedom Coaches. Kylie, introduce uh-huh. yourself. Thank you, Catherine. Um, so my name is Kylie. I um, have a coaching and training platform. Um, our company is called Freedom Coaches. And my business partners and I, we work We have two sides to our um, company. One side is working with new business owners and entrepreneurs, setting up their companies. So looking from everything from the mindset of getting into the entrepreneurial mindset and sort of challenges you're going to face and how to overcome those to actual practical business steps. So from the marketing, sales, advertising and actually the legals and compliance of setting up a company. So that's one side. And then the other side is working with organisations on their company culture but introducing emotional intelligence into the workplace so that that's just a little insight into me no I love that so with your business partners how did y'all get the idea to like even bring freedom coaches around like what was the process behind it so Dean, Jamie and I, uh, my two business partners we met on a coaching accreditation course Um, we had all come from a similar background in that we'd got to a point in our careers where we no longer felt any sort of meaning or fulfillment or joy. Um, talking from my experience, I'd got to a point, I came from a corporate background, um, so worked in law and then went over to hedge funds and I was going to work to pay the bills um i i was lucky i was earning a a relatively decent salary but just had no purpose or joy or want to actually really go to work I, i was going so that i could keep my roof above my house and that i could keep food and bills paid and and that was really it and then the pandemic hit and it was an opportunity to sit and reassess a few things like a lot of people and it became more and more obvious that actually I was feeling very very lost in my 14 year career and I was just as I say I was going to work just to be a number just to do the just 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 to do a job to pay the bills and and I was just like it surely I know how lucky I am, but surely there's more to life than this. Surely there is a way of being able to go to work and enjoy what I'm doing and wanting to be there and actually doing some good and also pay the bills. <laughs> and so that led me on a on a court, on a path to, to reassess myself. So I found a coaching course that really struck me and I and I could see a way that I could use my previous skills in my corporate world with coaching um, and something that really interested me and I could see a way of doing some good with that 
and going to bed of a night thinking, do you know what? I, I've done something. I've done something today that I'm really proud of. And that that was the feeling that was missing. And Dean and Jamie, through their own journeys too, had come to a similar situation. Had been in their careers for eighteen and twenty two years, for example, and had found coaching. And it, we were all um, became friends on that accreditation and were quite like minded in what we wanted to achieve. We went on to set up our own individual coaching businesses, but through conversations, it became very clear that actually if we worked together and we created a company we could we could do more we could have a bigger impact as three than all of us solo um so that's how the freedom coaches came together it was a like-minded space we wanted to really make a difference in other people's lives and see other people flourish you know that to see their businesses take off whatever that is and for me the corporate side is my baby um to see companies starting to behave differently to starting to create a different type of culture where employees are not just a number but we can go to work enjoy our work be in an environment where we can communicate when things are going great but also when things aren't and not have any repercussions to that and to create an environment where employees go to work and they thrive, they're happy, they're motivated, they're productive because they feel appreciated. And actually for companies to start to realise that treating people like that doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're going to have to say please and thank you a hundred times a day. But actually treating people like that means that you're going to be saving yourself money because you're going to create an A-team. You're going to create people that want to be there, that share your visions, share your purpose, but want to show up for you because they know at the end of the day that they've got a good place to come to work. Mentally and physically, they leave in a good state and they feel appreciated. And for me to be a little little dent in creating that for other people and and having a mark in creating that sort of company culture was um it is something that I'm very passionate about no I love that so much like I definitely feel a lot of people can resonate with when you talked about how you were just working a job to pay the bills not feeling fulfilled I feel like that resonates with a lot of people because even today, that's what a lot of people do now. They just, they go to work, they come home, they're tired, don't really have time to like work on the, on their passion. But it seems like for you, the pandemic was a little blessing in disguise because it gave you that time to really sit down and reevaluate what you did want in your life. Absolutely. I, I obviously realised the hardship and the absolute heartbreak and sadness that came out of the pandemic. So I'd never want to um, overlook that. But for me and for many other people, and I can only talk about my experiences, Catherine, and whom I've come across. And when I was on that coaching accreditation, most people in that room with me were 30s, 40s, 50s. And the most of them were people that were reassessing their situation, um, had had 
long careers in jobs where they were doing that you know they had families and they had responsibilities and they had to go to work but they had finally got to a point covid gave some of us some time that we don't normally have to maybe go back and do a course for example in the evening like my normal work wouldn't have allowed me to do that by the time I usually had finished work and then commuted home you're looking at eight nine ten eleven o'clock at night and so during the week I wouldn't have normally have had the opportunity to go back and take a course to to retrain myself so obviously when the pandemic hit and I was working from home for example I had my evenings to myself which I hadn't had in well forever (laughs) and it gave me an opportunity to be able to go back and retrain and at that room that I sat in when I was learning to be a coach everyone there was of a relatively similar sort of background and anywhere between their 30s 50s some 60s and looking to um, have a bit of a change and do something that really filled their hearts No, that's really great. And then the other half, you talked about how you work with corporate companies that are trying to change their culture. How important is that during this great resonation that we're seeing? Like, it's nothing I've seen before. Like, a lot of companies are announcing that, hey, we're going back into the office. And employees are like, no. And they're handing in two-week notices to go to other places that are like, we're fully remote still. We have no plans to go back in the office. Well, whether you're remote or whether you're in the office, culture is everything as far as I'm concerned when it comes to a company. And obviously in terms of retaining staff, it's huge. And it starts from the top down. You need everyone in that place to be on the same page everyone's got to be working towards the same vision and have similar standards and I think long are the days where people want to be at work 24 7 and that's all that there is to the week I am definitely ambitious and obviously of course people have to go to work and you have to be productive and you and you need to apply yourself that said, people have private lives, now whether that involves friends or family or children or just general hobbies or activities that you enjoy. And there has to be some harmony. Like our lives, there's got to be more to it than just your work. Even if you love your work, you're still you, whether me as Kylie, you as Catherine, there's all these wonderful bits that make me Kylie and there's all these wonderful bits that make you Catherine and we need time to be able to enjoy those and celebrate those and actually sometimes Catherine just rest so that we're not going to suffer from burnout and stress etc etc and I think people have started to realise Yes, I need to work hard. And of course, most of us have got responsibilities for for bills and mortgages or rent. But also, there is nothing wrong in saying, do you know what? Some evenings of a week, my weekends, I want to be able to enjoy those. I want to embrace seeing my children grow up. I want to be able to read them their bedtime stories or grandparents that 
have been forced to work more and more into retirement. Actually, I, I want to be able to pick my grandchildren up from school every Thursday, for example. Or even if it's I've got a love for playing, I know, the violin or a particular sport. And actually, Wednesday evenings after work, I want to leave to be able to enjoy that passion of mine or enjoy that love of mine. And that there's nothing wrong in saying that. That doesn't make you lazy. It doesn't make you ambitious. It doesn't mean that you're not committed to your job. But actually, we're allowed we're allowed our private lives. And actually, if you've got a healthy harmony in your life between your private and work life, studies show, and the data is there, you can't argue it, you're going to turn up to your work in a better shape of mind, potentially even health, because obviously the two are related, but you're going to show up in a better state, you're going to probably be far more productive, far more motivated, and there's a lot to be said for people having that harmony, and us not just being worker ants, and having to work 24-7, and that's all that there is to it. Agreed. So, Earlier, you mentioned that there are two halves of the business. So we've talked about the corporate side. Let's go to the other side. Can you touch base on the entrepreneurship side? Like, what do y'all do? What do you help people do? Of course. Yeah, so we've got that that side of the business is also split into two. We run courses. So, for example, courses on um, business mindset. So that's maybe looking at things like your confidence, time management, any fears that you might have in business. These are just some examples. And working through that mindset is a great stat that my business partner, Dean, always uses. And that's 95% of business is in the mind. And being an entrepreneur, it's an incredible journey. But also you're going to you are going to run into some obstacles. Things aren't always going to be plain sailing and there's going to be times that it feels quite lonely you know that responsibility is all yours so being in the right mindset about how to navigate all of those type of things to navigate your own internal doubts and we all have them that crop up from time to time things such as time management new people skills if you're going to potentially be growing a team or you know you're the one that's going out and having to land clients and deals etc there's new communication skills to be built there and potentially again new new fears and new areas to overcome like in terms of interacting with others is this something that's comfortable for you is this something that's not um, so there's a whole mindset of that we we go through, um, and then also there's the practical sides. So from marketing, sales, advertising, your marketing position of your company, the compliance and legals of setting up a company, we deal with that side too. So we can really um, handhold new entrepreneurs, um, being that sort of account that support um, that person to brainstorm with and we either do that in the form of courses or one-to-one coaching okay so what's I know sometimes people just say that I'm going to start a business without 
actually knowing like all the details. So what are like a couple things that new entrepreneurs should look out for? Yeah, I mean, um, I'd love to say just, you know, if you want to start a business and you've got an idea, off you go. Um, and, and to an extent, there's some truth in that. But obviously, there's some things that you need to look into, first of all. Now, whether you're looking at a product that you want to, to launch or you're looking at a service that you want to launch, obviously, looking at how viable that product or service is. So doing a little bit of market research. Is there an appetite for it? Working out what the competition's doing. And you know, looking at other competitors, seeing what they're doing, but how do you do it differently? What's going to be your unique selling point? What's going to be your niche? What makes you different? Why are people going to come to you over someone else? So really working out how viable that service or product is. And then obviously a few other personal things financially what's your situation do you need to stay in work while you're doing this so if that's the case you need to be very hot on your time management and how you're going to build into your week to build this business as potentially a sidekick to begin with and that's obviously going to then build into your full-time role do you can you do part-time hours or do you have the finances to be able to go straight into this and how's the business going to be funded we were quite lucky for example of the type of company we set up Catherine we didn't actually need any cash injection to start with so we started our business with a zero bank account and we created some courses we marketed them sold them and the funds that came in from that first launch um is what was then the business was built on you know we had a little pot then to start to build the business and that was the way it was for quite a while we didn't the three of us didn't take a salary from our company for a a very very long time and we had to work out our finances so that was partly juggling other part-time jobs or consultancy contracts to be able to be able to do this on the side so obviously working out your own finances and what does that mean in terms of this business can you launch it and be in full-time straight away or do you have to figure out your path to be able to create that and the actual company itself obviously if it's service-based it's potentially you can start your 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 company with either a small investment or no investment but do you need an investment if it's a product base it's usually there needs to be some sort of money to begin with because you're looking at manufacturing you're looking obviously at you know um the production of this product purchase or you know purchases etc etc so you need to think about how you're going to finance this. Is this coming from investors? Is this coming from friends and family? Is this coming from a loan? What are your options? Do you have options such as grants or bursaries locally to you that are helping small businesses start up? Um, I know, for example, across the UK and the US, um, there's loads of opportunities for small business grants and bursaries that load that that most of us aren't aware of because we don't we don't necessarily look into them 
So finances in terms of how the company is going to be set up and obviously your financial situation. Um, is business the right place for you? Like, who are you as a person? What are your traits? So would maybe bringing a partner in be of benefit benefit to you? Or are you someone that is really suited to entrepreneurship and can take that responsibility? Do you feel like you need someone there to be accountable to? And there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I'm going to be completely honest here, Catherine, and say I'm very grateful for my two business partners and they have un- Undoubtedly helped me weather some of the more turbulent times. Having that support and having that accountability has potentially been the difference to maybe us getting through and being where we are now to maybe us not if we'd been individuals. And I'm I'm quite honest when I say that. I don't and I don't hide behind that. So there's multiple factors for you to sit down and think about, but definitely doing some market research and making sure that how viable um, your product or service is going to be and as I say sussing out what the competitors are going to do and what's going to be your unique positioning then looking at your own finances and the company's finances and whether entrepreneurship is right for you or maybe a business partner structure is probably a better idea so they, they would be my initial things to to review and have a look at to, to begin with. And yeah, I agree. That's so important because a lot of people like they're like, okay, I'm going to start this business and they put their product or service into the universe and there's crickets. So then they start getting a little disheartened. You know, they don't really have that support that they need to like get over the hurdle that there's going to be good days and bad days anytime you're going to start a business. Oh, completely. I mean, and that's and that's one of the things that our coaching does do because we've got many wonderful entrepreneurs that are doing this solo um, that we work with, and they're doing incredible jobs. Um, but the the accountability and the support that we provide, and the place to come to be able to get that clarity and focus, has been um, essential to them, and. Uh, I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm in the position that we, we, you know, we can work with people and create that for them. Uh, but it's it it's no mean feat setting up a business by yourself, and the power of having that accountability, support, and clarity and focus from other people because you you can sit there and brainstorm. And the way you come out with things and how things transpire are very different from you sitting there pondering about something by yourself. And this is a little sort of saying that we, we use, but it, it's, I think it get, puts the idea out there. If you're in the jar, you can't see the label. Yes. And being an entrepreneur and it just being you, And it's just you sitting at that table with these ideas, with these thoughts, with this plan, with this, these challenges or with these options in front of you. It can be hard to see outside of the jar sometimes. You're you're sitting there in the jar and you can't read the outside label. And that's where coaching comes into its own. It can give you that new perspective. It can give you 
that different way to brainstorm and people posing different questions to you that obviously you're not going to ask of yourself. And I do think whether you're going down a coaching route or have some sort of mentor or whether it's a an entrepreneurial group in some shape or form that you dip in, in and out of, anyone that's in business, and especially if you're doing it by yourself, I would recommend in any shape or form what's best suited to you. But go find that support. Go find that accountability. Go find those people that can keep you focused and with clarity and it will make a huge difference how you face your weeks and your months. Man, I have loved this conversation so much. Kylie, if someone wants to reach out to you or the rest of the Threedom Coaches team, how can they get in contact with you? Um, Yeah, so you can find us on all social media platforms and Threedom Coaches is T-H-R-E-E-D-I-O-M, the Threedom Coaches, but you can find us on our website, which is www.thethreedomcoaches.com. All right, and I will be sure to put that in the um, description of the show notes and also on Facebook when I share this. Incredible. Thank you. Yeah. So, Kylie, thank you so much for stopping by today and dropping knowledge on us. I feel like a lot of people are going to find value in this. Oh, Catherine, I hope so. And and if anything, all I, my biggest my biggest take takeaway to anyone is whatever forum it is, go go find someone that you can talk to whether it's personal, whether it's business, but have some sort of outlet in some shape or form. Um, we, all, we all need it and it can be our salvation. I love it. Thank you for that takeaway. Well, we're going to sign off the podcast for the week. Remember, y'all, go to freedomcoaches.com and get some coaching from Kylie and the team because they're amazing. Thank you, Catherine. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Currency with Catherine podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and join the Currency with Catherine Facebook group for daily financial literacy topics. Be sure to visit our webpage to stay up to date on our monthly events and to book a free clarity call with me. Let 2022 be the year you get your finances in order. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.